0: Ladies and gentlemen, would you please rise for the Grouch Anthem? No, no, no. With a Grouch Anthem, you
1: stay sitting down. Down in front, man.
2: You should never let people see your card. When to bluff, when to call. I did not raise.
0: I flipped over the ace. I raked them the chips
1: through the pop. Hey, what's up, guys? This is episode 7. Yeah, that's right, I know which episode it is. Um, episode 7 of Badugi All-Stars. This is Tecmo
2: Super Bowl. This is Nixon the Grouch. Uh,
1: this is just going to be a short one this week. Uh, we just wanted to get one out. Um, we brought on Solstice, um, or TJ, uh, from Deuces Cracked, uh, just because he went to the Deuces Cracked meetup, that, the bowliment, recently. So, I uh, just wanted to bring him on to talk about that. Um But before we get to that, uh, anything going on with you, Bryce?
2: Uh, I mean, not a lot. The the thing that I'm most interested in right now is Barry Greenstein just put out a a chapter. I guess it's not really a book. It's kind of a. It's a. He calls it the Badoogie chapter, but it's an ebook on Badoogie strategy. So, being that we are the Badoogie All Stars, I feel like I should read it so I can be a Badoogie All Star. But naturally, uh, yeah, it's not. I mean, it's good. It's not high level. I mean, it's kind. Of, you go through the basics of the game and all of that. That I think I need to read it two or three times to fully absorb it because <laughs> it's a little, it's you know, information dense. But I'm I'm pretty excited about it. I just wish I had somewhere to play Badoogie, But yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I it, mean, you know, it's reading it after playing Triple Draw. It's like, oh yeah, I see how that makes sense. Where before I would probably have been lost. So
1: okay, yeah. I mean, I I bought it too. Um, I haven't had a chance to read it. I'm going to read it on my flight tomorrow out to Vegas. But. uh...
2: Yeah, like, you said it's for beginners, like, essentially? I I, I mean, I think you have to have some notion of lowball for it really to sink in. But, yeah, it starts out, I mean, just hand selection. There's some math on, you know, the odds of someone being dealt a a Badoogie, you know, what the hand likely would be, you know, because there's so many more king Badoogies than, you know, five high Badoogies, obviously, that, like, the average is kind of higher than you would think. That kind of thing. So okay it's stuff that i never really thought about like what is the average hand being dealt to someone where triple draw like when i played it, it's like oh no one ever has anything yeah it's kind of <laughs> as far as my analysis went of other people's hands so it definitely like it's math that would be interesting for me to take and apply right. to triple draw which i play more of and see if that helps my game but yeah i think anyone who has an interest in the game could probably pick it up and definitely learn something unless they're a pro yeah, and I mean, I think
1: I'm definitely falling to the beginner category for for badugi. So I'm yeah, I'm definitely excited to check it out. Um, I'm I actually enjoy triple draw a, a good bit more, but I feel like the way mixed games are going, you never really see just triple draw. It's either they're doing triple draw and Badoogie and badouzi, or it's just badouzi, or you know, so it's like some mix of that. So I feel like. I feel like learning the fundamentals of both triple draw and Badoogie and then sort of applying those to badugi is going to be helpful if, you know, if you ever get into a game like that.
2: Yeah, I mean it's one of those things that like as you learn more games of poker, when you learn a third game or a fourth game, learning a fifth game becomes that much easier. That I think it's because I've, you know, played triple draw a bunch and uh, obviously no limit, played some limit. Like it's like, okay, I see how this makes sense and this makes sense and I think it's definitely you know, it's an interesting game. It's not as annoying to me as uh, ace to five triple draw, which for some reason I just do not like. But yeah,
1: I don't like that either. I, I the I don't know. I feel like having to avoid straight... Like, the flushes really rarely ever make a difference in triple draw. I feel like that that's so inconsequential that it doesn't really matter. But straights do happen. Um, and I think of, you know, knowing the strategy behind not playing 3, 4, 5, you know, stuff like
2: that. Um, I like that part of it. Yeah, it makes it makes me feel like I'm doing something a little less automatic. where like, oh, I have five low cards. That's cool. Where it's like, well, but yeah, but now you have a gut shot to this and yeah, flush draw that the other. I don't know. For some reason, it feels more interesting for me to kind of analyze hands in Deuces Seven. Maybe it's because that's what I started playing. But yeah, I don't know. Whatever, I just, it's, I, it's better.
1: I think triple draw is just really fun, and I hope that once I read Barry's book, you know, Badugi will get it. I'll I'll like that a little bit more. Uh, You tend to like things that you're a little bit better at or have more success with, but um, hopefully... So you you don't like poker at all? No, no, not not one bit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Douchebag. Um, (laughs) uh, No, yeah, I'm hoping that we can, because like you said, I mean, obviously playing mixed games is difficult to do now, uh, so I'm definitely looking forward to the DC home game this Thursday, hoping to get some of that in.
2: Yes, hopefully it's only games that we know how to play. Yeah. <laughs> so, triple draw. Yeah. Um, um triple draw and but, triple draw.
1: But yeah, speaking of the home game, uh I'm flying out to Vegas tomorrow, which will be Monday the 27th. Um so maybe today or yesterday
2: by the time you hear this, if you guys hear it. Um <laughs> <laughs> last week or if we release this in Australia, in, in a week in a month, I don't really know how time works there yeah there. I, I don't know I'll have to check Mitch's thread um when he has posted it. I don't know how time travel works yeah. <laughs> i just I, I know when you fly back from places over there, it's like you land before you took off, and that just bothers me I don't like that what i have I have a coworker that's coming back from Taiwan and he's leaving at eleven p m and arriving back at seven p m and that just doesn't sit well with me he's but it's like the next day, right? No, because no. if he's flying back across the international dateline, he is returning, his arrival time is four hours before his departure time. And I feel like time travel should not be happening, especially in commercial airlines.
1: Yeah, I'm, I don't
2: know what to do now with that. Yeah. <laughs> That's, that freaks me out. Yeah, it does. It bothers me a lot. There was an episode of the West Wing where one of the characters was really upset. The president was traveling through time and no one was upset. I, thought, <laughs> I was like, I know. <laughs> um, but anyway. But yeah, so anyway. You, uh, I will were departing uh, or have departed on Monday.
1: Yes, I will not be time traveling. Um, I will okay. be arriving and it will be later. Than when I started, <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, yeah. So I, I then I the next day on Tuesday I have um, the World Series of the triple draw event that I'm playing. Hopefully, playing that that whole night <laughs> um, into day two, and hopefully through day three. That uh, day um, day three is Thursday. The final I think that's just the final table. Um, the plan is to hit that up on the final table, win the bracelet, and then hit up the home game.
2: Sounds like a plan. Um, it does, Not a realistic one, but it does sound like a plan. <laughs>
1: yep, well, we all have dreams. Yeah. Um, My
2: dream is for you to lose the event so I can laugh at you. <laughs> <laughs> you, have, you have simple dreams. <laughs> I think that's um, you have realistic dreams. Yeah. oh. Um, um, but yeah, but I come in Thursday, so I will be there just in time for the home game. So, oh okay. I think I'm Dropping off my bags and heading straight over. So, okay. Um, um Yeah, I actually had this idea. I I've been researching.
1: I bumped a like a year old restaurant thread, a Vegas restaurant thread cuz uh, I'm like I'm going out there for the week and then my girlfriend's coming out for the next week and um looking for, you know, good places to go eat with her mostly and maybe a couple places while it's just me. Um, and a lot of, a lot of good recommendations, uh, Dos Caminos is like a Mexican place at Palazzo. Um, I've heard good things about the Wind Buffet, the Mirage Buffet, possibly the Paris Buffet. Um, and everyone just started recommending these buffets and I had the idea to possibly do a buffet tour, which I think... I think sounds kind of crazy to some people cuz they're like, "Ugh, buffet food is gross." But that's right up my alley. That's, that's what I like to call Stouffer's Lane. Um but uh the <laughs> <laughs> the uh, um go, Sorry, go
0: ahead. <laughs> Stofer's Lane.
1: <laughs> that's right. Um but anyway, uh I don't know. What do you think? You think I should should attempt this buffet tour, or is it just
2: stupid? It, it does well. Both. <laughs> so, <laughs> it does sound right up your alley because it's lots of food that is consumed all at one time. Yeah. Like, the caloric intake intake would be ridiculous, and that does sound like what you had for breakfast on your way to Atlantic <laughs> City. So, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I don't. I like buffet food. It's not like the greatest food on earth but i mean the buffets in vegas aren't like going to like a buffet you know locally that's kind of stuff that's been warmer for five hours yeah do you guys have golden corral uh no we don't we have ads for it but we don't actually have them so it doesn't make sense to me what about like old country buffet we have hometown buffet i think is the only one we have but i don't know if you guys have that no but we there used to be one of those in San Diego when I lived down there where all the gangsters hung out, so we called it Homie Town Buffet. But <laughs> it's neither here nor there. Um yeah, I just I think the it sounds like a cool thing to do. It's something not super expensive. I mean they're well not cheap, but you can eat so much food that you get your money's worth, especially the way you eat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean I mean I'm not thinking about doing more than one a day, but I'm
1: I'm gonna be out there for, you know, whatever just, 12 days or whatever it's going to be. Um, so if I can do, you know, one every other day or just, if I can just hit up like six or seven buffets, um, I mean, I'm, does, as far as I know, it does, doesn't every casino have one? I, I would assume maybe not everyone, but most... I would
2: assume anyone that has food has a buffet. It just seems kind of standard. Yeah. So, of, I mean, so I'm thinking if I, if I can like rank the
1: top six, it, minimum of six, maybe, and uh, go to each of them, because I, th- I got to eat anyway. So I feel like if I have to eat, I enjoy buffet food. I might as well do something fun with it. So
2: I can only imagine how many like photogenic desserts they have at each of these places. <laughs> like, I hope you have a big memory card for your camera, because I mean, it'd be like. Constant pictures. Yeah,
1: well, I'm definitely going to take a bunch of pictures. I'll probably pr- do a, like a little mini trip report for each one and post pictures on my blog, techmopoker.com. Um, <laughs> I feel like I have I, I have to like shady, shadily or, or secretly plug on on our own podcast, my blog. Um,
2: <laughs> um, it's not a secret. You can plug all you want. I'm sure. <laughs> That AU Morgan and Tommy Angelo will visit your blog yeah. after they listen. Yeah, just because Tommy Angelo listened to the first episode doesn't mean he's ever listening to another one. <laughs> I'm testing him. If I keep saying it, and then he mentions, "Man, you keep talking about me," I know that he listens. Yeah, that's true. If not, then I know for sure.
1: <laughs> um. So yeah, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna do that. Uh, I know they somebody said that they have like a buffet of buffets deal that gives you access to a bunch of buffets for 24 hours or something not sure if i'll do that considering i don't really want to do more than one in a day but um
2: my my issue with that is like after like the first or second plate at the buffet i don't really want to walk up to the buffet again little alone walk to a different casino yeah that sounds like a lot of traveling after a lot of macaroni and cheese to me well
1: i don't think you're supposed to do it right away
2: but still like i feel like there's kind of a coma that comes on after the buffet yeah i don't know Maybe I should do this after I play the World Series event. <laughs> yes. If you're thinking about doing this before you play the event, do not do that. <laughs> um. But I want all this cake gives me energy, so and then it crashes you because you. Well, not if you continue to eat cake. You know, I just was explaining that as a theory to someone else, and they said that doesn't actually work. Oh. Right. I don't know if that's true I mean it makes sense to me right sugar is energy so keep eating sugar you'll be fine yeah So I don't see yeah, why, don't you, why don't you try that and let me know how your uh, attempt at a bracelet goes all right. um, so yeah
1: I think I'm going to hit up that buffet tour and uh, you guys check out my blog assuming I do it uh, for updates you check on the, the blog
2: anyway if you want but yeah, who knows about the updates yeah um, but yeah uh, that's all I had Um, Yeah, I don't really have much else. I mean, this is why we shouldn't record podcasts so close together. Yeah, I agree. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't don't we go to the interview
1: and uh, yeah. Okay, uh, up next is Solstice on Deuces Cracked or TJ in real life. All right. All right, guys. uh, We now have TJ Hernandez, a.k.a. Solstice. Is Is that how you say it? That is how you say it. All right. Um, Solstice on with us. How you doing?
0: I'm doing good. How are you guys doing?
1: Not too bad. Right. Um, so why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, introduce yourself to the audience?
0: Um, I am the random DC member that just happens to live in Vegas and <laughs> I went to the meetup. So you guys were desperate enough to bring me on. <laughs> now, um, yeah, did the, you yeah, the, recently- the bar had
2: been said really high last week by having Mitch on It's tough. For you to follow that.
0: But... Well, yeah, that's what I was thinking. I was really, um, I was really enjoying the the route the podcast was taking. Mitch following uh, Tommy Angelo.
2: <laughs> we like to polarize our guest range. Yeah. Well, so... I,
0: I, I didn't think I didn't think I would rank that much below until Mitch got a four page thread about him.
1: Yeah. Now you're kind of like.
0: Now like... I'm really. Really ranking around Mr. Irrelevant in podcast history. <laughs> Which, well, don't I mean, worry. We
1: still have A.U. Morgan on the list. So That's true.
0: He did take a phone call from his father and made podcast <laughs> Yeah.
2: <laughs> so, it is, that is, I mean, we set the bar really high when we started. Yeah. But, that no, is I pretty mean,
1: much... That is going to be the lowest of the low. Like, someone um, is literally going to have to, like, do take something even worse. You know, take a call... I'll be be
2: sure. on another podcast in the middle of our podcast would yeah. yeah. be the only way it could be worse. Hold on, I'm on the poker cast. Just a second.
1: They're gonna have to say something like, Oh, my beeper's going off.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and call it with their car phone. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um <laughs> but did you did you recently move to Vegas? I can't remember.
0: I moved to Vegas in December. Um, not so much to play poker full time, but just kind of for a change. I was living I went to school in San Diego uh, in San Diego, I went to San Diego State. And oh. uh, I graduated in 08 with a degree in finance, which was probably the worst degree you could have at that time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, so I was just kind of floating around for a couple years and decided I'd move out here. I had some money saved up and focus on poker while trying to figure out what I'm going to do besides that.
1: So you said you did you grow up in San Diego or is that just where you went to school?
0: I went to school there. I grew up. actually grew up in Northern California. I went to uh, San Diego State. I moved there in 2003 and lived there for seven years.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah. Where in Northern California?
0: East Bay, um small city called Canole, which okay. is okay. closest closest city is Berkeley for I, all five listeners that aren't familiar with Northern California.
2: I'm familiar. With, that's all I really care about. I've heard of weed Tommy, in Northern California. Yeah, you've heard about that for me. I yeah. Mean, you've, <laughs> and you think that now we're both hippies because of
0: California. To yes, from California. Yes, yes. Do, you your, do you ride your bike everywhere? I, I do ride my bike everywhere. It has pink story flowers out on out. it. Yes,
1: yeah, story checks out. <laughs> uh, do you put baseball you, cards in it to make it sound like it's a motorcycle?
0: Yes, and <laughs> that's like, that's I've, not... I've went through thousands of dollars of baseball cards in my <laughs>
2: But we recycle the baseball cards when we're done with them as good hippies. So oh well, yeah, naturally. <laughs> um, um, go so, ahead. No, so yeah, as, I was just going to say, like I'm doing this topic. Why don't we move on to discussing the DC meetups because this is going to go downhill even faster. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we, you, you you
1: flaked on the uh, the DC drink up event, right?
0: I did not flake. I, my <laughs> girlfriend did not get home from work in time and she had the car therefore i didn't go but
1: I, I think we just referenced another transportation device
2: that you could have used
0: yeah it's not who's that guy
2: f- who's that guy on his motorcycle
0: that i hear approaching <laughs> <laughs> um although wilton tilt told me i did not miss much i think he said there was only eight or nine people there uh, okay
2: i, I know so. joe tall had enough drinks to cover <laughs> eight or nine people himself cuz he was retweeting himself like an hour into it
0: he he retweeted himself and let the forums know that he was still drunk, I think, four times. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he was uh he didn't drink that much at the uh at the bowl event. Well
2: maybe because he learned he his still, lesson. Maybe he was still drunk from the drinkament.
0: I think it's because I knew he was gonna have to he knew he would have to babysit Chuck that night. Oh. Uh, so that's the route that went.
1: So so yeah, go okay, so then the following week or just recently we had the the D C Bolament. Tell us a little bit about that.
0: Uh, we had the bowling at the Gold Coast, and it was it was a really good turnout. We had, I think, we had five lanes, um, four people per lane, so we had about twenty people, and that includes a couple of people that weren't even bowling. So there had to be close to twenty five people there. Nice. Uh, and I, I did not get to meet everyone, but I it seemed like there was a good amount of people that were. Just random people that were out in Vegas, either lived in Vegas or just uh, a lot of DC members, a lot of random DC members. That, so it was really fun. Um, one of the people that didn't bowl was Wilt on Tilt, and two For Off Offsuit brought it to my attention that it was probably because he couldn't get a full lane between him and Jake Breer. <laughs> <laughs> nice, which I couldn't believe. I didn't think about myself. I was like, "Yeah, that's exactly it." I mean, bring that up.
1: What, was JK3A there?
0: JK3A was there. He was bowling. Okay. Will wasn't. So that's that's what we think uh, happened. Oh, that makes sense. Um, there was a large amount of drinking involved.
1: Yeah, I saw Chuck posted that he got iced or something.
0: Yeah, I don't know what he was talking about, but I do know that he was the cause of, of my drunkenness that night. <laughs> So you fell
2: fell down and he poured alcohol into your mouth and you couldn't stop him?
0: No, no. Anski was the one falling down. If you check out his profile picture on Twitter, that pretty much sums up his night. Okay. (laughs) It's it's a picture of him leaning against the, uh, I don't know, what's it called? The The ball ball return? The ball return. Uh, Go show how much I bowl, right? The ball (laughs) return, throwing up a peace sign. That was his night.
1: All right. So, um, so any funny stories? And or who who won? Or you know,
0: well, who I, I guess, I guess Ansky won because he bowled four strikes in a row and pretty much let the whole bowling alley know about it. <laughs> <laughs> he was screaming at the top of his lungs to let us know that he got a turkey, and then the fourth one, he pretty much uh, blew the roof off the place.
2: <laughs> now did. I was gonna say I have a problem with bowling terminology, like the fact that you're celebrating "I got a turkey" is like it seems so empty.
1: It doesn't sound like an awesome thing. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: Yeah, like, I mean,
2: go but, ahead. No, I was just go ahead. I got nothing.
1: Well, I was just I, gonna I, ask. Did, you know, did did Ansky have to get two thousand dollar bowling shoes?
0: Surprisingly, no. Um, <laughs> actually, uh, I, I thought Bart was gonna have to because he showed up in his nice true religion jeans and had to show off for all the guys <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah was there were there any girls there
0: one girl showed up at the end she was wearing some micro swag but i have no idea who she was
1: it might have been was jay there no jay's not no, there yet
0: is not is he even in vegas yet
1: no no he's he actually he flies out i think he flew out today actually never mind okay um, um
0: but Ch- Chuck and I had had some pretty nice bets going. We started. I was laying them three to one on bowling a strike, and uh, we were betting on chugging beers.
1: Yeah, we were we were discussing whether three to one to throw a strike is a good bet or not. And I was saying that my high score ever in bowling is probably something like one fifty, maybe even less, maybe one forty. So probably yeah, not a good bet for me to take.
2: Have you ever gotten a strike? with? Getting-
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I've struck out many times.
0: <laughs> you really strike is all well, the pins, I, I not I none of the pins, my-
2: right? What'd you say? Strike is all of the pins, not <laughs> none of the pins. <laughs> yes. I just want to make sure we're clear on the terminology.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a lot harder than a gutter.
1: Yeah, um, depends. If you're playing at- bumper bowling, I'd say uh, the gutter is probably harder.
2: That's what I was going to ask. Was bumper bowling... In a factor, no one is needs it? bumpers.
0: Although by the time we hit the the third, well, second and a half game, we probably should have been using them.
1: Was Ansky in uh, danger of getting thrown out?
0: Well, no. It's funny because by the time we we made it to the third game, um, about about three frames in, someone said that CG had a bust to the rhino, and that pretty much halted all bowling. Uh, okay.
1: <laughs> How did how did CG get a
0: bus to the Rhino? I have no idea. I don't. I don't even know when he showed up. To be honest with you, because I didn't see him the first two games, and all of a sudden he had a bus, and everyone stopped bowling, and Chuck and Emil disappeared, and we found them at the craps table.
1: Huh. <laughs> um, I I just I'm, I know. CG's been known to be a D-Gen, but I don't know how much of a degen you need to be to have a bus to the Rhino lined up for you.
0: <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know where that came from, and then Bart was trying to convince us to get a table when we got there.
1: I've never been to the Rhino, so...
0: I actually didn't make the trip, because I had to get up early, and it was already close to two, so there's no telling what time those guys
1: have you, have you been there before?
0: I have been there before.
1: I've heard it's expensive.
0: I, yes, I can attest to that. It is expensive.
1: (laughs) So do you recommend it or?
0: If, um, if you don't want to play your WSOP event, then yes. Okay. (laughs) I recommend it because that's (laughs) probably the amount you'll end up spending.
2: Yeah. I don't know. I've never really, uh, I don't really see. I can only imagine the guys that have like 20% of you, what, how they're gonna get that back if you do? Uh, event and go to the rhino but. yeah,
0: I'm, I'll, take, I'm I'll take pictures. People, so don't do that. I don't think you could take pictures. That's a you can, that, that's not considered food. <laughs> uh, it depends. Uh, um, <laughs> this is a child. This is a family podcast. So let's, <laughs> let's stop right there they um, don't have enough listeners to have a whole family listening. <laughs> That's true. <laughs>
2: this is this is uh like this a divorce Tommy Angelo and AU Morgan. That's it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um so yeah, I don't know. I've never really had any interest like I've, I've had a very slight interest in going to a strip club just cuz I feel like it seems like such a tease. Like it seems like going to a restaurant and having them walk around with like cake and smoothies. <laughs> <laughs> and and just and, show them and, and to you. You can't
2: even take your picture with them. It's horrible. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. You can't take a picture, and you can't even eat them or taste them. And you you, you you're just like, well, what, what was the point of that?
0: I I don't know if you want to be tasting them.
1: Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying. It's just
0: like I do know what you're saying. But when you get to the, you you got to use a different word in that context. <laughs> Um, I know what
2: you're saying, and what you're saying is you're really bad at analogies. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what
1: I was going with there.
2: <laughs> In which case, I agree. <laughs> um, no,
1: but seriously, like I don't know, I, I I've I've never been, so I can't say. Oh yeah, that was stupid, or no, nah, I'm, I'm wrong. But it just seems like one of those things that you're. It's like a tease, and you know, you're like, oh, that's a hot girl. I just feel like if you walk around Vegas, it's pretty much like you're going to a strip club. <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: Isn't that the, right, that's, that's their, their north, new ad that's, campaign for the town right <laughs> it's like walking around in a strip club yeah
1: well they tried that whole family didn't they like a couple years like maybe like a decade now ago but uh it, they were trying to like make it like a family friendly place
2: yeah i feel like that was like more than a yeah It was like the 90s that was kind of and then they gave up on that yeah but. I, think I mean, they, they realize have the, they have the Fremont Street experience. Bring your family to watch digital signs in the sky. Yeah, yeah, like wow, what a lame family experience. I would be pissed off if my family took me there. Hey kids, watch this while Daddy plays craps. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Why? you can't. We don't have a plane ticket for you guys to get home anymore. <laughs> Why is Daddy crying? <laughs> <laughs> because the lady hit him with her shoe. <laughs> Sorry, oh. I'm injecting personal f- stories in there maybe. I don't know. I don't that's know I mean.
0: that's his strip club story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so so uh,
2: But so she told- hit me because I was crying, not the other way around. So just work <laughs> sort of Well tell us about about the rhino a little bit.
0: Um I mean there's there's not it's it's a humongous strip club that's very expensive. And if you want to lose all your money and go home unsatisfied, <laughs> that <laughs> sounds awesome. To go! I guess that's pretty much Vegas in a nutshell, though. I was
2: gonna, I was gonna say that's pretty much like my entire online poker career as well. So,
1: <laughs> all right, and we're back. Uh, sorry for all the disconnects. We're gonna try to edit this up and make it sound good, but. Uh, that's going to be difficult. Cause can we do
2: that with the other podcast that we've recorded already?
1: Yeah, well, you have to have good content before you can do that. So. Okay. Anyway, um, I just wanted to, to thank you for coming on, DJ. Sorry we had all these technical difficulties. Um, thank
0: you for having me.
1: So, um, let's see, I'm flying out tomorrow, so hopefully uh, you'll you'll be at the home game, right?
0: I will be at the home game because you will have a decent sum of money for me after you win your bracelet which, yes. should be that, yes, which so will be that day, correct?
1: Correct, uh, the home game is Thursday night and the final table for the triple draw event is Thursday as well so oh. after I win that bracelet I'll bring that glory on over
2: And I will that, be there to laugh at you as you cry about your loss <laughs> that,
0: that will also be my loss
2: <laughs> And I will laugh at both of you <laughs> All right, thanks for coming on, man.
0: Thank you, guys. Okay,
1: uh, thanks to TJ for coming on uh, and giving a good interview. Unfortunately, technical problems uh, made it seem less good. But anyway... Uh,
2: <laughs> it's the opposite uh, of most of our interviews that are horrible and you can hear them. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we have an excuse, I feel like. Yeah, it's true. Um, so
1: yeah, uh, and also check out my blog over at Techmo which is Um, T-E-C-M-O.
2: Is the H before or after the M? You're screwing everyone up.
1: Um, TecmoPoker.com for a buffet trip report, among other things. And, uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, and then be sure to come to the, if you're in Vegas, the DC home game event at uh, ARIA, 9 p.m. June 30th. I will... Be there. Tecmo will be there. We'll be signing autographs for all of our podcasts. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm heading to the airport, to the hotel, and then hoofing it right over to the Aria. So I will be out of breath, but I would be happy to pose for pictures. I know people keep asking me. We, so. can, we can probably
1: uh, ride our bikes there, maybe rent some. If um,
2: you, can you take care of the bike rental ahead of time? And we can – I will bring the baseball cards. You get the bikes. We'll be set. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, be, as always be sure to follow us on twitter badugi all-stars kev math is now following us so we're legitimate <laughs> um and uh rate us on itunes so that people know how great this podcast is when i say rate us i mean just give us good ratings not the bad ones yeah um, don't actually rate us yes on the give podcast. us a rating not an honest one yeah let's let's be tr- let's be realistic about what's happening here yeah um and then this is probably the last episode until you get back from the World Series, which I don't know when that'll be if you have to go on a like victory tour after you win your bracelet. So. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I might stay for
1: the main uh, if that happens, but not sure. But uh, yeah, we'll be back uh, probably
2: mm, second week in July, I'd say, something like that. Yeah, and if he doesn't come back, I can find a new co-host. that are not that hard to find. Yeah, I mean, it's really... What are we What are we doing here? I mean, come on. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right. Uh, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next time.